Welcome back, everybody. This is uh, MGM Marketabilities Podcast. We have a very special guest on today. Two of them. Uh, yeah. Well, guests, plural. <laughs> yes. Um, the two become yeah. yeah two I've only known one. them uh, literally my entire life, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. 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 I mean, ever since I was like, what, one? Or maybe, what, what, were you guys around when I was born? So no, it's mom no, and dad, right everybody. Right. It's mom and dad, yes. Yeah, two. Okay. I mean, we yeah, got yeah. you about one and a half to two. Gotcha, okay. gotcha. Tyrant, just absolute tyrant. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so they've been around Trouble my entire maker. life. Uh, <laughs> Troy, Pastor Troy. Pastor Troy and I have worked together on so many projects throughout my yeah. life, especially in the last, what, six to seven years. Yeah, around the globe. Yeah, we've, we've worked together on, on about a billion things. Uh, Troy is uh, an evangelist, a preacher. Um, an author of a book, which I always forget wow. about. <laughs> Making a church from scratch. Yeah, yeah make, my Bristol house. Yeah, and he. How many, how many degrees do you have? I I don't, I don't even have written. I've down. got several. I got one hundred and two. I've got my bachelor's, my master's, my doctorate in, in church development and marketing, which is what we're talking about, and yeah. uh, got a second degree in missiology. It's ridiculous. I know yeah. missiology is missions of the right. church, but still is yeah. better half. But she, yes, and then of course we have Beth because. We don't know where Troy would be without you. No, if, she, if, yeah. if we're being honest. I, no, you wouldn't be able to find him. <laughs> you no. wouldn't be able to find me. Yeah. You need me and to she find edited him. all the papers, so yeah. all my degrees she did. Oh, so you she made me look at you two. She's have a lot what of made degrees. me magna cum laude. Oh, oh. That. thank you, Lordy. <laughs> love that. You know, we're we're paying these fine people back. We were on a fabulous podcast last week on the dock with Pastor Troy, and for me. One of my best experiences on a podcast yeah, yeah. ever. It was so that's good. Sweet. We really guys, thank you guys. You guys know when that's going to be out, roughly. Uh, we haven't set you guys yet, but okay. it, probably late February, early March. Yeah, okay. on the doc.org. you can okay. go there and kind of cool. watch for it. And yeah, yeah. So they film way more episodes than we do. Yes, and so this will be out before that one. Okay. This will be out before yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah, you'll yeah, be yeah. in front of yeah, us. This will be out in February. Wow. Um. So yeah, just be, be on the lookout. I will put links in the description below. I'll change your schedule. You tell me when yours is. We'll we'll tell. Work together. We'll tell right. executive producer Donna to move yeah. things around because we're a bit fluid too. You know, we sure. yeah. we can move things yeah, around. Yeah. We we shoot our season in about three months and then right. we spread it out over the year. Sure. So well, sometimes yeah. during that podcast and even off the air, we talked about all of the things that you guys have going on, and you know, you you talked about some of those things, but you have the church, you have um, so many uh, not for profit things, and then <laughs> yeah. and you've got other things in development. We really wanted to have you out just to for those people who do not know, we've got to we've got to put them in the know and make them understand all that yeah. you guys are trying to accomplish and what you're trying to do. So we don't want to waste any time. No, I just appreciate jump right in. Yeah, yeah, I, I I'm at, at at the very heart of it, Beth and I were called years ago to the work of being a pastor, but to be more than that, a church planner. Mm -hmm. and, and a church planner is just a fancy word for somebody who starts a new, I, I don't want to say business, but a new organization for, for Jesus Christ. Absolutely. And with that, my, my undergraduate degree is in economics and finance, starting mm -hmm. new economic entities, finance entities. Mm -hmm. I was in the insurance world. I uh, had my own insurance agency, took over from my grandfather. And one day I was literally in the old Gospel Land bookstore in True Value Shopping Center Mall. Uh -huh. And I heard God say, I could use an entrepreneur like you in my church. I, I was out wow. looking at old Methodist churches that were closing. Mm -hmm. And I was the insurance agent for all their the conference properties. Right. And I'd gone, I'd done three that day. Old churches that were closing had old history, legacy. Some, uh, they had cemeteries out back. And I thought, this is so sad. Do they even open any? And I was Methodist at the time. And I called my superintendent and said, do we ever start churches? Mm. He says, we have not started one in 30 years. Beth and I started the next two churches. Uh, it took us three years of seminary and other work and stuff. By the time we got trained, we ended up starting the first and the second church in over a 30-year period. Mm. And that's where we met. 
uh, Lucas. Incredible. Lucas was a two-year-old in the first church we started at Highland Hope. In wow. Highland, yeah. I started it with his parents yeah. as the first core group and one other family. And that journey started our church planning world and starting churches. I pastored before that briefly as an associate and, and doing smaller churches while I was trained. Very yeah. different because yeah. the term plant, and I don't know that people really hang on that word very often, but many times you're called to plant in a, in a very... A desperate area in a, in a yeah. place needing a church in a place needing revival and that could be i know of an old vfw club that became a church it was wow. whatever the need yeah. in that community and and many times where, where did where did we start Highland we started in old, yeah. in old junior high school yeah, yeah. yeah. old junior high yeah we started yeah. we started in all kind we started in our basement we started in our junior high school yeah. other churches yeah. we, we bought an old dead church in another place in waterloo right gosh we we have churches I've now planted, not just in America, but we plant our own churches here. I wrote a book called Making a Church from Scratch. Went back and got my master's in divinity and became a full-blown pastor. After the fact. Yeah. 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 Then, became, then I got my doctorate in church development evangelism from SMU. Uh, got my master's from memory. A doctorate in church development evangelism is a doctorate in church marketing. Mm -hmm. It's just yeah. you're developing church. Yeah. So I planted churches, wrote a book about it, and then next thing I know, I thought, gosh, I want to wonder if this works outside the U.S. Yeah. I did some coaching all through the St. Louis area. I spoke for other organizations. I spoke across it entities and small denominations mm -hmm. and help. Uh, I didn't pastor. I didn't plan all of them, but I became sure. a coach for many others. We developed. A, I helped do brand marketing, logo marketing, launch yeah. marketing for them, and all that. I did, we, did, we we had that. We did that for a while, and then one day I, I just felt a chance to go to Honduras, where I'd been going with my mentor, and I said, I said. You think we could try planting a church here? I always wanted to know if what we do here would work That's elsewhere. Right. Are, your, are, your principles, are your principles, are yes. they transferable? Yes. Sure. And we went to Honduras. And, it, and wow. it's interesting because church, what does church mean to you, Beth, when you when you hear the word church? You're schooled, right? But it doesn't have to be in right. a, it's, it's where it's two or more meet in my name, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's, you'll it's learn. a family of people who yeah. are, who come together and worship God yes. and, and learn about him. And Absolutely. And too many times people hear the word church and they're like, oh, not for me. But it, I bet it would be if you had your friends yes. and some, some like-minded people around you, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, people have, 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 you know, they've had bad things happen to them in right. a church by people, not, yes. the, not the actual church itself. That's right. right absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, it, there's a, there's, it, it's, it's the best thing about uh, when it comes to like having a community is church. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that's and, what it should and, be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the church is the same everywhere, but each community of that church will reflect that location. Absolutely. Yeah. And one of the one of the gifts when God put that call on me to plant churches was I, I have this um God gave me a gift to kind of I I want to say my sample is you can feel the soil and go, you know, your dad it was an agricultural product mm -hmm. for his whole life. And he knew how to test the soil and knew what it needed in it and this. Yeah. And the best example is I, God's given me the ability to go in an area and see what the critical need is demographically. Mm -hmm. Where's there a, a need not being met? Mm -hmm. yeah. In Highland, it was for 20 to 30 year olds having their first or second kid living to mortgaged and car to the hill. Mm -hmm. And so we targeted our church specifically at young couples with their first kids. We Wonderful. didn't have enough money to go after, you know, older families, senior families. Sure. We just had enough money for one group. And then mm -hmm. over time, we opened our bandwidths as time developed. And I've been able to go into Honduras or Padia, Thailand, where it's mostly mm -hmm. Buddhist, yeah. and feel the soil and begin to connect with that culture a little bit and, and find a dynamic that'll work there. Yeah. This plant will work here, but this plant might work here. Mm -hmm. and, and God gave me really the vision to do that, to start it. Whether yeah. your lives are risk. Uh, at risk or not, Absolutely. because you've shared Gosh, some of those stories. Yeah. yeah. 
It's like, oh, Troy, Troy is Jesus, fearless. be with me now. <laughs> yeah, Troy, Troy is fearless because of his faith. Mm-hmm. It's, Troy yeah. is not I'm, it's, fearless. I'm, I'm scared of my wife. I'm scared of my wife. I don't like spot. I don't like doctor. <laughs> MRI machine, CT machine scare me. Grasshopper, I scream like a girl. Uh, everything with more than six legs, terrifying, and a millipede. I mean, I just wet my pants. Yeah. I have things I'm scared of. Right. But 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 the work of the gospel that I'm not scared. of. The promise yeah. is, if we're faithful, He'll be there for us. That's He's wonderful. Never, God's never let me down. We have done a crusade. Lucas has been a part of that. People from our church in those days. We were over in Thailand doing a crusade in this community called uh, uh, Tepperset. And we were just showing the Jesus film one night, getting ready to build a core that would become a church there. And it's a church there today. While we're doing the second night of this, we're, we're literally, I mean, 50 feet from me on a manhole, a guy comes out in a full-blown mask with a machete. Oh. And he is a Islamic kind of jihad person. Ooh. And then we're in a Buddhist country, but we're going to hurt the drug trade at this place where we're at. It's a little slum area. Yeah, he and he was drunk. came community. out and stood and watched. He, he was watching to see, he was trying to decide were we going to hurt his business or help his business because most of the people coming were in the drug trade. Their, 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 their wives were in, or the girls were in prostitution and the mm. children were the result of the Pontiac prostitution mm. and trafficking. Mm. And he stood yeah. there with a the, with the, with the big sword and we had our people doing the work. I had a bunch of young people yeah. there and we were really reaching the people for Christ and I just decided he's not taking this. We have 150 people down here. It's going to be a church. So I went halfway between and I just stood there. And to be honest with you, I had a pocket knife in my pocket and I thought, he's got a machete. Mm-hmm. This is not going to cut it. So I just started <laughs> yeah. praying, but I started deciding. I said, these people are going to be one to Christ. We're going to see a church planted. And if he comes this way, uh, I'm going to give him the best I got. Yeah. He never moved. He sit there and listened for a while. And when he got time to do the invitation, he just all of a sudden just took off. Mm. Turned around and, I, and left. And I don't yeah. know if something bigger behind me, greater is he than me, than he's Absolutely. in the world. Absolutely. And he bolted. But yeah. I, Doing the most important work there is to do in the world. I am curious. You said we played the Jesus movie. Which one, or do you play an assortment of all of them, or what, which the one Jesus is it? The Jesus film put out by the Jesus films. There's one movie. Now, they've okay. got a couple new side versions, right. but it's just a, it's a real clean gospel. And okay. they have it in almost every known language and oh, even yeah, dialect. Right. Yeah. Awesome. So all through Liberia and Honduras, we've done the same thing. Right. We'll go in someplace, pass out information, say, hey, in this place, this soccer place, this area, mm-hmm. we're going to show the Jesus film night one. Yeah. And just let people see Jesus in their language. Mm. Yeah. Night two, we come back and do, we do worship before. Because well, there's so many people there that have never even heard they, their, that's right, heard they the never name. Heard the and name. we're going yeah. places where they don't even get right. to see a movie. Yeah. To, when you go to Liberia, nobody's had a, a movie screen put up that's 50 feet. And you right. know, get some popcorn out. They're watching Jesus and when the movie's over, there's an invitation to Christ. Uh, People but, respond. Yeah. yeah. It's, <clears throat> during the movie, too, they would like laugh at, at some part, and we couldn't understand it. I mean, we okay. knew what was going They're on. They're speaking there. in Pele, and we yeah. know the movie, so it was like, whoa. <laughs> they would laugh, they would cheer, they would clap. When, she, when so Jesus funny. turns the fish into mini fish oh, and yeah. loaves, the whole crowd started cheering. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. And in Africa, they go nuts. I mean, yeah. they were and when the Pharisees was... were doing their second evil thing, they're like, people, can you teach us how to do that? Yeah. <laughs> people started hissing back at the, at the Pharisees. Oh, yes. Wow. And by the end of that, we have people stepping forward. The night two, we come back out and we talk a little bit more about what Jesus offers in the church. Yeah. And we usually preach and do worship. And then we invite people. If you gave your life to Christ or you'd like to tonight, come forward. And we have found everywhere we've gone, whether it be in Thailand, mm. whether it be in Padia, Thailand, mm-hmm. or in, in Liberia or here, when when people came forward, we would say, would you be the beginning of that church? Mm. And then we put them through a little class. We have their baptisms and we start with that as the church. Mm. 
So good. Yeah. So Ground good. zero. And, you know, these people are hungry because I know in some of these um, some of these areas of the world where it, it's not as easy to get a Bible. You know, some of us have oh, yeah. 10 Bibles right. in the house and, and never pick them up. But these people are tearing these in, in you know, in all these pieces and sharing them yes. and then rotating just to be able yeah. to read it and wow. to be able you to absorb even- the word. Find a Bible in Thailand oh, no. because they're Buddhists. It's ninety nine point five. Yeah. So we took them in. We'd have to get them to yeah. them. And you're exactly right. They treasure it. Oh, the yeah. good thing about the modern day is they once you can get them to the right app, mm-hmm. then you can help them that way too. Oh, sure. So yeah. the, that's one thing. Good like podcast now. You can take that anywhere. You can download it. Yeah. And now the Bible's gotten to be very yeah. Modern. Don't you have a lot of people watching your podcasts from and other countries? That's right now? the reason yeah. we're doing our podcast. So cool. It's yeah. not just for our local audience. And the reason we broadcast at our church, um, whether you go to ondadoc.org or if you you go to our community faith church coftv.com you'll see we put our stuff out because we've got friends and partners not just here but across the country and mm-hmm. around the world mm-hmm. we have medical people that travel with our hands hope foundation team yeah. educators they want to stay connected the on the dock is kind of a chance for people to learn in a different model method mm-hmm. and we have on, on on this sunday we had people from africa germany uh china and uh, yes, uh, and Liberia, awesome. all watching our surf. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Just, yeah. So not only doing the work of Jesus Christ, but a big part of that is we're instructed to serve. And man, are you guys serving in so many different ways and <coughs> through the not-for-profits. And you have another one on the horizon you've, oh, you've yeah. talked about. So let's let's jump into that. And, and it was so interesting. Just this week it was shared with me that sometimes in the Christian faith, you know, such a large part of that is serving. But... It's those people who serve and crash and serve and crash because they're giving so much of themselves, but they don't ever really think to stop and replenish. I'd like to know the work you're doing and then also how you two refuel as you go. That's two tough questions for us. My wife's going to have a different answer than I am. So first of all, I mean, your whole thing here at MGM is learn, develop, and launch. Mm -hmm. That is what you do. I'm a church planner, so I'm a church marketer. Uh, Church planner, just developing the kingdom of God. That's what Paul did and and Peter did. And look what we have today. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you're successful in that, the brand will will go beyond itself and it'll get a life of itself. And so I've been fortunate because I started off as a pastor, but then I got called to be a church planner. Now I have to, I don't inherit something that's done. I have to go start that. I have to learn, Mm -hmm. develop, and launch. And I did it in a time when the church hadn't started a church in 30 years. Mm -hmm. So there was nobody that could tell me how to do it. Mm -hmm. I just had to use what I knew and and the principles of God. And the principles of good marketing. Oh, yeah. Everything you you need. the, The toughest work we did. I wish we had had you at that time. For me, it would have been so good. I, ask me later how I did my marketing in the days before we had people like okay. Media. Okay. I, in a minute, ask me that because you're going to be stunned at how I did it. And it was it was cheap and, and, and it was but but you had to come up with an identity. You mm-hmm. needed a mission and a vision and, and core values or a credo statement. Mm-hmm. And then you need to you need to get. I hate to say this. You don't have a church. You don't have a building. You, you have a logo. Mm. And the logo is silly. It's a logo. But what it communicates, you get a few seconds for people to decide that's a different church or that's something I want to try. Mm-hmm. And, and they're going to flip the page quick. And that was before Facebook and Swipe. Mm. You know, yeah. but it, it wouldn't take long. So we spent a lot of time on names, different churches. We named different things for different purposes. And th- and how we communicated that, the colors we communicated, who we would put that in front of. Mm-hmm. You've got to learn your audience mm. as a quickly. pastor. 
quickly. quickly. You got to develop very quickly because you may find out that audience's needs are already being met mm -hmm. and you need to move over here. We didn't take the top bandwidth in Highland. We took a third one because there were two or three groups and there were other churches meeting those needs well. Mm -hmm. And then nobody was meeting the one. And I decided I take his third group. There's less of them there, but nobody meeting them. The others had multiple competition. So we picked a target. Nobody was meeting. So it would speak to people that had mm -hmm. deficit and de the deficit was people with children that wanted a strong children's church that wanted some sort of after school care yes. that needed something to help their lives have, have the meaning okay. and so we went yeah. after bandwidth three because it has it was untapped mm. and so we developed and then we launched there so and good. out of that we get people like lucas so good right. you know I, we talked about opportunities and those that that jesus will put in in our in our path here how many times has he come to you <laughs> with his next idea and you're like oh, uh or are you finding that some of those are actually in your path and you have to deliver them to Troy? Uh, a little of both. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's, <sighs> yeah, lots of times. <laughs> I mean, he's constantly. She's got to own this right now. Thank yeah, you but... for helping our marriage. You have enriched our marriage. Oh, She's gosh. close too. The She's last had... time, yeah. the last example I'll give in you was, okay, last week we were cooking for something and mm -hmm. I just felt like, God was saying, maybe you should offer to do this for them. This is the lighthouse shelter in Marion. Uh -huh. they, they feed, they, they, they house families for up to a month. They have desperate need. Cold, critical, churches can't get there. Okay. We're tough. Go ahead. Okay. So anytime that we have food left over from an event, we take it to the lighthouse. Always. Sure, what's left. Sure. We take them good stuff. So I just felt like maybe we should offer to do that once a week during the cold mm. the winter months when it's really cold and they have a lot of people mm -hmm. this is a woman that says i need to rest you're doing too much uh-huh so, yeah so i want to get that on the record i kept my mouth shut and said nothing to troy she oh. lied she, she, she did not come out for jesus on this one uh -oh. she sheltered down what happened how'd that go uh, and then the next day the lighthouse shelter called and said would you be interested in doing they a meal me. once a week Stop. they've never called me in 15 years i just take Stop. stuff generous. they called and i said Honey, guess what she says? I knew the Lord was going to do that. <laughs> I had to confess. <laughs> so now that next Thursday, we're taking them a meal. You wow. Know? Yeah. And it was on top. Of, last week was just That's huge crazy. week. You know, and, Look, and, I'm not. And, and there was another time a couple of years ago where somebody mentioned to him mm -hmm. a job offer where we would have to move, move to, the middle, to an entirely no, to the, different the part of middle the world. Middle East, 120 the, degree weather. Oh. Hot. And I, I'm... Oh, just coming out of menopause, and <laughs> oh, I hate hot. I can relate. Yes. Yeah, and he, Troy just said, "Oh, so and so just said they might have a position open." And da da da. And it I was, was very like, interesting. Ah. I kind of laughed and walked off. You did. That but was the way I, you felt at the time. Yeah, she laughed, and I told the person, "This is not going to go over no well." Way. But I'll tell her, and if she's into it, I'll call you back. Mm -hmm. So then, I went in. I, hang on, I went back into my office to call him back and said, "My wife just laughed at me." passed by me she won't admit to this but she went past me went into the bedroom and and, and she said she didn't slam the door but us men know Ooh. what that door closing Ooh. at that level means oh i wasn't did. upset she I was hot she was really hot at yeah, that time that that go ahead i went to the room but i, I was even... typing to the guy and said this isn't happening i'm not coming to the middle east mm. I, and the lord had just told but me then that i felt convicted to 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 at least entertain I will it. Never. I have told Troy I will never stand in the way of something God's telling Amen. us. Amen. The Lord so I had to go back in and tell him just because I laughed with I tears don't in want her you eyes. To think, right. 
that I would stand in the way of that. If oh, that was that what, was if that's what yeah. God's really telling us to do, we'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah. And, and that morning, I'd had a devotion mm. with the Lord. The Lord got me up, and He told me, the Lord told me that day to be be patient and mm. be obedient to Him. Mm. When I got that, I got the call 15 minutes later from my intercessor, Karen Pablo, who oh, we all know, yeah. and uh, and she said, the Lord told me to tell you this morning to be patient, and be obedient. She gave me the exact words. Stop. And then I went in. <laughs> I, I wasn't even gone to Beth yet. 15 minutes later, I get the call for the job offer. Mm. Would you be willing to go to the Middle East and? do this and this for us for a network of churches. I thought, the Lord told me to be patient, be obedient. Maybe this is what he wants me to do right now. So I said, I'll go tell my wife if she doesn't kill me. We'll try it. And the guy knew me. And I went and told her, and then she blew it out of the water initially. And I went back to tell him, and she walks in and says, I'll go. And I thought, oh, my gosh, we're in trouble. We're going to go. We can go to the Middle East. God didn't end up sending us there. Mm-hmm. But he opened new doors for That's us. Right. He wanted to see if we were willing. And through oh. that, that's how we got to the multi-level thing. Mm-hmm. I, I I run the Hands Hope Foundation as the executive director. We do medical education and church development around the world. We've done Bulgaria. We've done some work in Honduras, but we're predominantly right now in Liberia, and we also in Thailand. We planted churches over there that are ours. We do, we've do. we built clinics and, and surgical stuff. We take medical teams. Mm. Next March 2025, we'll be taking a team there. If you'll watch in the next months ahead on hohfoundation.org, we'll be be our our, our HOH our Hands Hope Foundation uh, Facebook site. Mm-hmm. We'll be telling people about chances to go. If you're a nurse, doctor, PA, even if a secondary, if you just want to go and be a part, you can be a part of our teams, one of our crusade teams. Mm-hmm. You don't have you don't have to be a, a medical person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we'll be going and and. But we, so we run that, and then I run the church. And just because I support him on all those, I don't go on all those. She doesn't actually go on those. Right. Yeah. Some of that's just to hold the camp. I've only been to Africa once. Does he need fuel or refueling, multiple. or do you guys just stay on autopilot and you're ready to go when and if and how and where and that kind of thing? <laughs> oh, no, he needs refueling. You do? Yeah. Well, okay. now, I, I would say oh, yeah. 15 years ago, no. Not near as much no, then. No, yeah. Not near as but, much But now. But the yeah, bandwidth is higher. So, because so, I run the church, I've got the foundation, right? and now the Heron House of Hope falls under the Hands of Hope Foundation. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we have three major organizations. That's a feeding program in Heron. Mm. It's run by John Steve, our executive director. He's running that. So I'm giving him uh, leadership as a board president. Okay. We got the Hands of Hope. We got this. So it's getting broader. And, and we're not just planning churches anymore. What I'm doing is, is planning pastors that are now doing sure. the plan. Yeah. I'm not planning the church anymore. You're now delegating I'm down, some of that responsibility. I'm learning, developing, launching new leaders now. Right. So I'm taking my book knowledge and my doctoral knowledge and my experience and now investing that in the next generation. A lot like what you're doing, Angie, here with Growing Media. You've got an incredible team right here that you're empowering to do amazing sure, work. Yeah, and and we're doing the same thing. I'm. I've got. I started with six pastors that stepped forward in Thailand when we we began there years ago, and now we have 26 doing pastors in small groups. Liberia, 15 churches right. now are 120. Yeah. All right, here's what we got to do. That was a great segue into our next podcast, which we've yeah. invited them to stay on. We're going to talk a little bit about this knowledge commerce and yeah. you know people people wanting what you know and your experience. I mean, when you get older, it's like why not share with all the the folks, you know, how to avoid this pitfall or that pitfall, and right. here's what worked and here's what didn't work. So, additions right. one additions one thing, but what you're talking about in this next thing is multiplication, which oh. is actually more powerful. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. All right, yeah. so absolutely, you feel good about that one? Oh yeah, absolutely. You're a fan. I mean, you just I you mean, like them so much you moved in with them. They're at like one my point, second right? parents. I mean, yeah, <laughs> Lucas is our family. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. All right, guys, thanks so much for watching, and you know where to find us, and we will see you next time right here. See you.